Okay, someone's gotta hey, eat that fucking it, sandwich. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Okay, Mr. B, you can't. No, I'm not, I don't want, I just fucking made myself three eggs and toast, <laughs> motherfucker. Fine, I'll fucking eat the goddamn sandwich. It's gonna get gross. Yeah, someone's gotta eat it. It's gotta be one of you guys. I'm gonna take the sausage off. Your mama spent on this. You're not a sausage. Well, give me this. Fan. I'll eat your sausage. <laughs> Thanks, man. Oh, I hope you were, you were recording that. <laughs> Let me see <laughs> the fucking sausage. I'll eat this. I'll eat your sausage. <laughs> okay, I'll eat your sausage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too bad the mic wasn't hot. <laughs> the mic is hot. Oh, you got that? We're, we're hey, you got that? Uh, yeah. Good. No one wants to hear Mr. Bean chowing down food. <laughs> what if I'm chowing down sausage? Yeah. That's, that's in the food category. What? No, this is a Not dick. Always. No, this is a dick. Um, so the votes are in, and uh, I saw, and everyone said that my patience with Game of Thrones is better having to wait in between seasons and episodes than yours I, is to wait for the whole thing. I didn't give you the access to the email. You haven't seen any of the responses. That's all that shit, no, man. No, no, Gotta give him credit. Gotta give him props. Yeah. Here's your king of the universe crown. Appreciate it. Yeah, apparently no one Bow no down and eat my sausage. What was that? I no didn't one, see no that coming. No I, I, I didn't think anyone could. Well, no, he doesn't give us access. Therefore, he can spin the narrative however he pleases. Smart. Well, if I could do that, wouldn't I have just been like, oh yeah, everyone said that I was more patient? <laughs> I beat you to the punch, so. Oh, okay, gotcha. Now it's no and void. Hey guys, how are you? <laughs> oh good, I'm fine. Blair's sausage is pretty good. Thanks, ma'am. Your mom buy you the sausage? Yeah. <laughs> Don, I guess we should discuss why we're recording since you decided to hit record while we were eating. Well, the... It kept crashing every time I hit record, so I had to test it. Um, I didn't know, because I was clicking the pen just for shits and giggles, and hopefully it wasn't on there and really annoying for people. Really? As, really, as much Mr. As B, we, you're uh, going to bring that up from fucking 2012? You're going to bring that up? I have no idea what you're talking about. That. Also, <laughs> is that a reference to something that I'm forgetting? To me clicking the lighter? Oh, I forgot episode? about that. No, I was just legitimately talking about their ear holes. Oh. I, uh, I forgot about that, but yeah, fuck you. That went, <laughs> that went right over my head. <laughs> I forgot about that. So, <laughs> the reason we're actually uh, suffering through Mr. B chewing on sausage <laughs> to, to come to you today is, uh, as much as we like the running gag of talking about watching it but not actually watching it, yeah. We're actually gonna watch it. Finally, Mark gets to see it, and we didn't know yeah, that. We didn't I know that Don. We didn't know Don hadn't seen it. I'm pretty sure I, I mentioned that. Seen what? I knew uh, uh, that. Oh, that. So we're gonna. Watch. We're, we're, we're ready. I got a. I got a dry Canadian, oh. and I'm ready to view. <laughs> this guy's ready to party. So we're we're gonna watch that. His name is Jacques, and uh, we'll be we'll be right back with. It's gonna be magic because we're gonna. Take a two-hour break to watch a movie, but to the listener, it's going to be um, instant. And it's actually going to be. Um, yeah, well, it's actually no, going to be two hours and fifteen minutes. Jesus fucking Sorry. Christ! Was, Are you I serious? Dead. I told you that on the way here. I wasn't joking. Well, unless this my unless my be... math is bad, one hundred and thirty-five minutes. The fifteen minutes was the deal breaker. This you movie, were fine with two hours. This movie better be 
fucking brilliant. Oh, oh no, this is the, the ultimate cut minutes. with the full isn't eighteen our... minute minute uh, midget, eighteen minute child orgy. Isn't added the... from the book added? Wait, 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 wait. Just kidding. They took that out. They took that out. That's not in the movie. Isn't the first it like over three hours? Well, yeah, but no, it's, it's like it's, it's like a, six hours. It's yeah. a mini series, and that's yeah. two. And the second one will probably be two and a half hours right. this fall. Hiya, Georgie. Wouldn't it be awesome if we watch this now and later today, they drop the It Chapter Two trailer? Yeah, dude, that'd be rad. Great. Anyways, yeah. rest in peace, John Ritter. Anyways, well, we'll, 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 we'll be right back. All right. Okay, bye. Try Canadian. Okay, bye. That was the dumbest fucking intro. <laughs> I have to like squeeze no, the air out of your lungs. That's not the intro. That's three minutes in. Oh. Yeah, well, that's the intro to us coming back. We're back. We just watched it. That's terrible. What'd you watch? It. <laughs> what? It. We watched oh. it. Why do you keep saying it? I don't know what you're talking about. Blair and I watched it for the. That was my third time. That was my second oh, time. I, I only saw it once in theaters. But, but I, I can tell you. I can tell you. Doesn't hold up. You don't think so? I'm just kidding. It holds up. It's a good fucking movie. You catch more that you miss when you're like laughing, you know, at other jokes than the ones come up later. Yeah. How's the bump in the table factor so far? So far, so good. Or you forget about? Or you forget, so okay, about, or you like, forget about? Leave them on the table. Hamburgers pumping yeah, this guy's yeah. belly. Um. The fuck, man. The fuck, man. Yeah, I got some thoughts. Oh, yeah, let's hear the let's hear the the version thoughts of the movie viewing version. You do. The uh okay yeah, I thought it was good. I thought uh, from what I I never read the book. From what I remember about the old miniseries, I thought it did a good job of making it its own thing. Like it didn't follow <laughs> the miniseries to a T. Right. Yeah. Like I thought the uh, miniseries overused balloons like trying to make balloons way scarier than <laughs> well well back then balloons were balloons were scary yeah you don't know when they're gonna pop no they Ooh. just i thought um making they did a really good job of pennywise like being what's scary to each individual kid right because yeah. he's a because he's a demon he's not yeah. a clown he just evil takes that yeah yeah, yeah I, thought the, I thought that was good. I thought the way they did it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Finn the kids, the kids were great. I mean, They're that, all that was what stood out to me. Like, like when you get a movie where your main cast is kids, like there's a good a good chance it's going to be well, shit acting. Well, that's what that's what make or breaks movies. With yeah, kid stars. and and the the kid acting was really good. Like the. The, the cast did a really good job. You get like Avatar Last Airbender and the kids all suck. Oh. It's bad. <laughs> or so the, you know. Like when the kids are doing a scene where they're part of Pennywise's like fucking with the kids to scare them. But like for a kid actor to do a scene like that was probably really fun. It just, the director probably had to get them in the right mindset. Like, okay, you're going to spit out black icker stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then you're going to ride on the floor for a while. But have fun with it. like. And hopefully, like, what do you like? We'll flavor it yeah. to what you like. Yeah. I, I also like that the movie, like, was 
at times lighthearted. Like there was a oh, lot yeah. of a lot of legit humor. Finn Wolfhard steals the show good. in the comedy. Yeah, yeah, it had its yeah, standby meme moments. There was some parts that were that were actually like really funny. Like the the, <laughs> the rock fight that was the rock fight that yeah. was funny. That was like out of nowhere, and like the the running gag with the new kids on the block. I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, you tell Ben's definitely a Donnie guy. Con- <laughs> I mean, constructive criticism, I would say, like the I think the scares in the movie were were good enough on their own that they didn't necessarily need the like the orchestral score build up to them, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's that's a, that's a different kind of horror. I think movie. that's you know, for you, the you, I think that they they probably had to do a little bit of that for the general audiences. You, that yeah, need that's that the, to that, that's get the it. thing. It, that yeah. a lot of the movie kind of seemed like a more like new wave kind of indie horror movie yeah. versus, you know, some of the scares being sort of like the traditional kind of horror movie where you have the the stingers and the jump scares and all that stuff. Yeah. And it, it was a, a good mix of that, I think. But yeah. it, it wasn't to a point where, like, it, it was more like, eh, it would have been my preference to not have that, but it didn't, like, ruin it for me or, like, take me out of the Like, give me an example. Anything. Like, um, in the very beginning, when... when um, you know, right before Pennywise takes Georgie into the thing, like the the score builds up to it, like really, really intensely, mm-hmm. and it, and it fits the scene really well. But part of me kind of just wanted it to be like a quiet scene, and then all of a sudden, boom! There's Pennywise fucking biting his arm off, and, right? Yeah. Um, so it it like it telegraphs where the scares are. It's Is kind it? of like a laugh track in a sitcom, right. yeah. telling you what you're supposed to. I think, laugh at. I think in a way it worked out well because I can't remember later in the movie what scene it is, but I think they play on that where there's a the, the score builds up. I can't remember exactly when, what scene it is, and then nothing, and then nothing does happen right away, and then it's like thirty seconds later when right. the scores die down. So I think well, they did a good a, part of when that happened. Then that, that's another then sort of classic in. horror movie trope, right? The, the like building up to nothing but at least they did that where then some people might just expect it when it was going to build up for it to happen just like the right. next moment yeah right um other things i really liked was like they the gore factor was like when it called for it it was there and it didn't shy away from it but it was it wasn't really a gory movie like no. there wasn't a lot of of carnage in it um which i think was kind of an interesting choice like almost if it weren't for the the swearing it could have probably been a pg-13 with some of the shit they're getting away with nowadays in pg-13 movies as Mm -hmm. far as violence and stuff goes yeah um alita we were just talking about yeah good god well, the leader though, it's robots, right? Well, there's a human that gets cut in half in a oh, yeah. and you see the, oh. you see it like right in front of you, and there's blood. Like there's no guts. It's only one robot. Like there's no actually. intestines flying out or anything, but there's blood. Like they don't shy away yeah. from any of that stuff. Well, that's cool. and they don't do the PG thirteen thing where like when someone gets stabbed, there's no blood on the sword, or there's no yeah. like they don't do that. Like there's it it. It didn't seem like they cut anything out. It's just who like, is it? Robert Rodriguez. Yes, Robert. Yeah. Okay. Rob yeah. So it's is it somewhere between like machete and spy, spy kids? kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a perfect middle ground. You gotta find that sweet spot, machete. man. Machete. Yeah, it it I would definitely recommend it's. You'd recommend what? I would I would recommend the the, the movie titled It. The film. It. You'd recommend it by the name of It. Yeah, it was it was good and. Uh, I don't know. I don't think we've mentioned it yet, but Skarsgård as Pennywise was oh fucking top notch. Yeah, like he really brings like a weird, like 
autistic kind of right. yeah, yeah I, I like that he's not yeah. doesn't go just for the creepy he's very wobbly he's also very awkward the, like the the gangly factor was, well, the, was really it, it good he's a gangly of, motherfucker it kind of bugged me at first I'm like why is he so wobbly and then Blair brought up he's like he's literally so happy that he's like dancing with glee while yeah, he does he's it. the dancing like, clown that is, that is actually and it, and that I've, actually works and I, I think, think. he Scarzard's probably just naturally wobbly because he's like six five and weighs like hundred pounds. So well, there's the like gangly. the very beginning too. He's like doing a really good job of charming Georgie, and then he just like stops. Mm-hmm. Like he gets distracted and he just stops. And, he just and then stares. Georgie's like, "Okay, well I'm gonna go." And he's like, "Oh wait, uh, okay, hold he's on, like, no, hold on, you got your boat without your boat." Yeah, yeah. like he gets really like insecure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. almost, like almost he was having too much fun that he forgot about what his ultimate yeah. goal was. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. He's going to leave. I, gotta I need to eat, eat this, this fucking kid. Yeah. God damn it. I, now I got him on the, the ropes. Yeah. Fear. So yeah. he eats, he feeds on fear, but he also feeds on flesh. What yeah. do you think? I think he can't, he can't physically harm them unless, unless, the, fe- unless the fear, like... Gives him the power. He 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 has to like break them mentally. That's yeah. That's yeah. why. At that's the, why he builds it up for the whole at the movie. point in the house when she stabs him. Like they were separated, and then when they all come in, that's why he had to slink away, like because he was like, oh fuck. Strength in numbers. Yeah, strength in numbers. Yeah. So, yeah. Which yeah is. He has a weakness. That's good. He's got a weakness. He, well, the thing is, yeah, he has rules, which. It's nice to see in a horror movie nowadays, because a lot of times you see a, a thing and you're like, well, why the fuck? You, you couldn't do that before, but now... Yeah, nice what are you, the fucking bye-bye man? You just don't have rules? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Nice, the yeah. <clears throat> the Babadook had rules. What if they did a crossover called the Bye Bye Duck? The Bye Bye Duck. Oh, shit. <laughs> we can get the rights to those and just do it ourselves. <laughs> uh, Blair and I were talking, we want to do... Uh, a comedy sketch that's a crossover between Unsolved Mysteries and Mystery Diners uh, called Unsolved, Unsolved Mystery, Mystery Diners. Diners. <laughs> I don't know what Mystery Diners is. Oh my god. I can, it's I the greatest imagine. show on television. It, it's the be- I don't think it's on television anymore, but it's, uh, it's the greatest show that was on television. It's the greatest show that ever existed on the Food Network. Gotcha. So, okay. I figured it was on Food Network. Better um, than Triple D? Yes. Oh, yeah. Better oh, yeah. Okay, than so I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm just going to tell you what the show is about, okay? It's about a guy named Charles Stiles from Mystery Diners. Oh. Who his company is basically like secret shoppers, but mixed with private detectives. So restaurant owners will call him, and they'll be like, "Oh, um, the yeah, like, my, my funds aren't adding up. I, someone, right, like our taking sales aren't the down, top. but our profits are down. We don't know what's going on. Someone's so taken out they, of the kitty. They bring in no. Charles Styles, who sets up five hundred fucking five hundred seventy-eight cameras throughout the restaurant, and then settle, calls in his mystery diners, who are people that work with him, to pose as customers and um, new, new hires workers, yeah. and all that stuff to figure out what's going on. But here's the thing: every episode is so painfully scripted and so painfully fake that you don't buy for a second that any of it is real. Yeah. And it's basically like an advertisement for the restaurant mixed with a shitty script where they in, you know, 22 minutes of screen time establish the problem, set up a trap for the person, get it resolved and then fire. And somehow everything happens within a day. Like everything yeah. So in your it's version, what contrived. we're going to do, because we're going to do this, you start off with the music, man in trench coat, setting it up, then it goes yeah. to the cameras getting set up, building it, and then in the end, 
it's not a person. It's like a chupacabra that did it. Yeah, yeah, no, fucking Bigfoot. Bigfoot stealing the French fries. Deep, deep. Yeah, keeper. like, like. So, so the idea is like he'll something will happen, and um, it'll go wrong, and Charles will have to be like, oh, I'm sorry, I was told that that was gonna go, that was yeah. gonna go totally different. <laughs> and he'll he'll like you know he always has a, an excuse for it. So we were we were thinking like a guy would go in to investigate and he'd get mauled. And killed by whatever creature it is. He's like, I'm sorry, I apologize. I was told he wouldn't get mauled. Yeah, I, 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 I was told that that big foot was, was well fed before we did yeah, that. Yeah, like. So, so what we should do is we should wait until we get super popular before we do the chupacabra episode. Because then the person have at you, the end that can come in that can fight the chupacabra, as we all know has done it before, is Johnny Depp. Have you seen? Depp. Have you seen our fucking numbers lately, dude? We are. Like, no, you're you're hiding. No, I'm talking about the show. I'm saying once you know, once Food Network or A and E picks it up, and we're on right, like okay, season two gotcha. or three. I haven't seen. No, I haven't seen their numbers because you're hiding everything. He only us, paid so. attention to the numbers where he said he was right and you were wrong about. Yeah. Right. Game of, Thro- Game, of Thro- Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Why he was Game right? Why he was right? Not watching. Also, Game of Thrones. Uh, Mystery Diners went through eleven seasons on the Food Network in three years. Well, that's, that's about that's about right. I think I think Triple D the is show, only on season four. The show episode six hundred. The show became <laughs> such an obsession for me that uh, it's not available to stream anywhere for free. Like it's not on like Food Network's website that's how anymore. They get you. Um, the only way you can stream it is if you either pay for a season or per episode on iTunes or on like Amazon. It's not on Prime. So what I would do, I got so addicted to the show a couple years ago when I found out about it that. Every paycheck, I would just buy a season of it on Amazon because like it was like 15 between f- fifteen and like yeah. twenty five bucks. So just like to to fund my habit, I would just every paycheck buy a season until I had the entire series. There's eleven of them. Yes, it, dude. I, I know I'm not selling it. There's something so fucking magical about it's, this show. Yeah, it's. It's Sounds charming. No, the best part. It's they, adorable. The acting too. Oh my god. Even like like. You would imagine, like, the restaurant owner would be, like, a real person. Yeah. And usually they are. So they're trying because to they're, act it's off free of advertising. a script. Right. Yeah. They're trying to act off a script. And it's like... And they're like, wow, Charles, I can see everything in Yeah, there's a guy... <laughs> they show him the control room and the whole thing is like, oh, they have to, like, suck Charles's dick because <laughs> this is how cool the, the oh, operation is. And the guy sexy. literally walks in and he's like... Wow, I can see everything in my restaurant. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, do they say like where these when each episode does it say where the restaurant is located? Absolutely, yeah. and, and we've so looked into are there, it. Are there any in, are there any in Minnesota that they did? No, they've done <sighs> not done any in Minnesota. They've oh, done some in Chicago. Yeah. But here's the thing: when I went to California for work, uh, one of the episodes they do is a food truck that like sells lobster lobster rolls, mm-hmm. and it was parked out in front of the Activision corporate building. Oh. I was like Blair, I'm I'm going yeah. to get. He I'm texted going to me in the middle of the lobster. day. He was like, "It's here. Yeah. It's, I'm staring right I at s- it." I sent him a picture. He sent of me it. a picture of it. And Blair was like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" Oh, I fuck. ended up not getting it because it was like twenty two dollars for a lobster roll, right. and there was a, it was made by. You gotta make money. It was made by and there was a fucking pork, like an Asian pork truck right next to it, and I got these fucking fries with uh, shredded pork and a oh, bunch of shit. Yeah. Oh, it was just like say no more. It's me. Your trip to California. I thought about that when we were watching the movie because. There's a lot of clowns and stuff. And how you you guys found that clown themed strip club? Jumbo sounded sounded like an entertaining time to me. You guys didn't go in, but sounded like entertaining. No, we didn't. We didn't. I would have gotten just to see people in clowns, and it'd be cool if someone did like really messed up clown makeup. Well, all I'm saying, all I'm saying, 
You ever seen the singer of Stolen Babies? It's a better name you, than you talked B. about. That's this a hot before. clown, right? Hey, she, hot she, clowns exist. Oh, I know. I, mean, I can imagine she's there was more like like, like a Harlequin, right? Like let's stick a clown. It's clown-ish, but, but if someone it's not. Did, like makeup where they put prosthetics on and look like they were all fucked up and yeah, yeah, leopard clown. Just see Leper Clown hit the stage. The, uh, the other thing, <laughs> some, the, some of the things they yeah. chose for the the kids' fears were pretty creepy. The fucking crooked lady, the crooked lady, yeah. yeah. She was gross, and then they like superimposed uh, Pennywise's fucking toothy mouth into toothy her mouth. when she opened yep. her mouth, which was, yep. I thought was cool. Mm. That was yeah. uh, that was gross. Yeah, and the it, and the leper for the kid who's for being made two hours and right? fifteen minutes, it was well paced. It, yeah, it goes I, it, by. I felt <laughs> like honestly, the weird thing is that it dragged a little bit right before the end, like the 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 conclusion and the like third the act breakup. Yeah, yeah, the, the third act breakup was, walking, was a little yeah, doing all the tunnel stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but other than that, I thought it was really well well paced. It was just a pretty good flick. And yeah, even it's just a, it's just a well all made horror. Movie. And even if the second one comes to fifteen. They're still going to be an hour and a half shorter than the miniseries. Yeah, right. The uh, the right. part when the crooked lady came out of the, the painting for the first time, when I was seeing it in the theater, it was like a packed house, and when she dropped the the flute and it hit the ground, someone behind us was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> <laughs> well, they were a, they were a, that person was a prize flautist, yeah. So they don't like yeah when, yeah when they were actually dropped. just mad that she but dropped so, the flute. Some sometimes a packed house in a horror movie is the best audience. Yeah, you we saw the strangers. We saw the strangers. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was a like blast. That was a, a oppressive movie, and know. and everyone was having a good time. I saw the movie in the theaters twice, and like the part where she's on the phone. And the guy just like walks out in, in the background. Yeah. People just <gasps> either that or just full on scream. And the the actual movie is totally quiet. It's so just silence. Everyone, yeah. everything, everyone. That's why saying, the, yeah. the, the, I thought That's that true. movie was so effective. Yeah, it's been some time now. Have you guys, on, it's on Prime. Have you watched Strange Pray at Night yet? Because no. I forgot to tell you this last time. Because I know you're a big fan of his work in uh, uh, The El Royale. Yeah, Fucking, I know. Bill Pullman's sons in The Strangers. Yeah, I know. Pray at night. He's like the main dude, right? He's the he's their son. He's the brother. Yeah. 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 Wow, we watched our one movie for life together just now, so we can never watch another movie together. That's cool. Oh, no. it's, true. it's a shame. Fuck. You guys can watch stuff on your own though. There, dude. There is a renaissance of shitty horror movies on Amazon Prime for really? us to choose. For us to choose when we do our our riff tracks episode. We, dude, hear from the from uh, the listeners. That hopefully, a decent amount of people have Prime. Right. So that because it, right. it's not if it's like we did it. It's like oh, only ten percent of them can actually watch see the watch with the movie us. with. Right. No. I, I mean, a lot of people do have Prime, but we should want to see. Or we could go on the opposite end and we could watch the greatest horror movie ever made. Five seven six evil two. We do need to watch five seven six evil two because that movie is not only it transcends. I prefer eight movies. seven six three zero nine. It's yeah. the greatest movie of all time. You, well, it's the mystery diners of movies. Whoa! Well, I can't. I got no <laughs> basics. I haven't seen mystery diners either. So it's it's so good. It is. Very I can't believe good. you would say that in front of the owner and the keeper of Frankenhooker. Right. <laughs> right. Frankenhooker is self aware to a point, though. Yeah. Nine Seven Six Evil Two, I don't believe is. No, no, not at all. No, and it's a horror movie. It, it is made. It is so earnest in trying to do what it does, and it's just. It's so lovingly crafted. Uh, it's tryharding, and it's just. You can't. You awful. can't. You can't fake that level of like. 
pure cheese. The thing is, right. though, too, there's actually some like legitimately clever scares and stuff in it. But like, yeah, the, the, rather than being creepy, you're like, you're like, oh, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. That they, what they tried there, that was neat. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you guys gave your best oh, shot. Guys, huh? That was cute. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, super good. So yeah, well, I'll open up a another kind of thread on the forum and just see if people can vote for um, where they, you know. Want to the easiest the, access? Cause yeah, because there's a plethora of shit we can pick from. Amazon any Prime streaming. now has stuff that is like, mm-hmm. like suburban Sasquatch level of like shot on video. shot on video shit uh, shit fest. And yeah, you gotta remember, I, you guys did us how to do it, but if uh, to make it the best, I personally am gonna have to watch the sh- the shitty movie twice because in order to truly comment on it, I wanna have watched it beforehand. So oh, I, I, will, I know when stuff's coming up. I will watch shitty horror movies as many times as I need to. But fresh. So I may have to watch this like twice, two days in a row. But I'm, I'm prepared. Oh, hell yeah. Especially if it's well, really shitty and really I, I mean, awesome. Here, here's the thing, though. Part Isn't part of the fun, like, if we were to do a Rift Tracks thing, it would be kind of good to be it, to have it be something none of us have seen so we can have I genuine mean, that's first fair. reactions. That, that could be too, but then it might be more... I mean, yeah, it's hard to tell, say because then it could just be more of us just actually watching the movie and chuckling and making little comments when it comes up but it, i guess we'd we just try if worst case we record and it's just us watching and chuckling yeah, every could, once in a while we just don't release it we could always fall episode. back on something like werewolf the devil's hound right uh, we if we don't release it we save it in the future when we start a patreon we can release <laughs> the lost tapes the lost, the lost tapes ta- the yeah. lost tapes campfire tales the lost episode oh, shit. um Campfire so, Story starring Charlie Day Rob McElhaney. If you ever get Yikes. dragged back into hell, too, we could... Oh, shit. So, yeah, last week, you know, I apologize for not putting anything out, but last weekend was kind of a shit show as far as the weather and shit just going on, so we didn't get anything... Last ha- weekend was a shit show life the weather, happens. huh? And life happens, bro. It's been a shit show for, like, the oh, last... God. Entire month and a half has well, been... Well, the most snow we've gotten in at least five to ten years. It's tired. it's been a long yeah it's snow again snow again long, is, is long winter yeah and then spring's gonna be flood again yep flood again right along the flood plain um but my point being um I recorded a little se- a little um segment oh yeah commentary I, I recorded a little segment without you guys um one night um I recorded a segment of me getting a uh, a tarot card reading, which is something I had never done before, and something I always thought was kind of interesting. Um, I won't go into too much of a introduction because we do a little bit of an introduction in this segment. Um, but I think what we're going to do is I'm going to play um, play the segment, and you guys can comment along with. Wait, it. how long is it? How long is it? How long is it? Um, ooh, that's Six a very inches. Good question. Uh, it's four and a half, but it's thick. And you're, <laughs> and you're, uh, you're, you're, your hand on the pause, right? So we can we can flag you for a pause and we want to comment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, well, I didn't you... think it was going to take you this long to find out how long it is. I didn't actually yeah. care. I just wanted to say I didn't have time for it. No. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the, jo- the joke is real. Will, so will, uh, will your speed, will the microphone pick it up playing from here? Or are you going to have to chop it up? I'm going to I'm going to um, chop it up. It's, it's about chop twenty po- nine minutes. For one tarot card reading? And an introduction. And, oh, okay. Um, oh, shit, there's a, fucking limber up. There's a section in the middle where I just start coughing that I was going to edit out, but I haven't yet, so. <laughs> I was very, I was sick at the time. Turns out. I was, I was like, turns out he's to, a ghost. 
I was trying to hold in my cough, and it just catastrophically failed right towards the end. So I'm like trying to say something. I'm like, oh yeah, I Did really you... found it interesting that, and then <laughs> exploded into a coughing fit. For Did like a, a bad omen card come up right before you cough? Oh god, that would be awesome. No, and that, uh, again, we'll, we'll get into it. But that's not really how tarot works. It's not like, oh, this is good or bad for your future. It's like, oh no, your ass is doomed. You there's different kind of tarot, bro. It's America. Land of Terrors. So what we're going to do, um, we're going to play this, and uh, and, uh, we'll see what you guys think about it. One sec. All right. So we're going to play this. Okay. We're going to play this, and um, if you guys have anything to say, let me know. I'll pause it. Tap the mic to to pause. So they know. So the listeners know when we're pausing. Um, So anyways, try to to go easy. This is my first time recording without y'all, so... Um, That's not true. Without yeah, Mr. B's retro rewind recap. Well, yeah, you if you could not show. spit venom like that, that would be great. Okay, so. that wasn't me, bro. That was uh, here that we was go. the demon that, that happened. Demon inside. I shit that thing out a couple weeks ago, so we're good. <clears throat> here we go. All right, hello everybody. I'm here with my good friend Dana. Dana, Hi. say hello. <laughs> um, so first of all, we're both kind of sick, so we're gonna do our best to. Uh, not be coughing the whole time. <laughs> My voice is a little a little raw. Um, <clears throat> but I asked you to come over here tonight so that you could um, do a tarot card reading for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I think most people who are listening to this probably have some sort of a basic understanding of what tarot is, but let's not assume that. Let's, um, can you just give a brief definition of, of what tarot is? So, tarot is a divination form that's used by a card deck that consists of 78 cards. The cards are split up into several different suits. You have first the Major Arcana, which is the 22 card, like, trump cards. And they... Can we can we not use that term, <laughs> no. please? My brain was like, "Don't say that word." <laughs> is that what they're actually it's, called, though? Trump cards. It's just a term, <laughs> but that that's a bad word. <laughs> anyway, I feel like it taints taints some stuff. <laughs> it really does, um, but yeah. So you have the major arcana, which are like, if they show up in a reading, they generally are uh, have a stronger presence, or okay. something you should pay attention to a little bit more, and then they're. After that, there's the Minor Arcana, which is divided into four different suits. <clears throat> and it's got the cups, the wands, the pentacles, and um, the swords. And those are more kind of like assistance cards as well when okay, okay. you go through a reading. So when you, when you read the cards, is there like... Do the Major Arcana cards come from a separate pool, or do you have an mm-hmm. equal chance of drawing them from from the same deck you have about it you have an equal chance you want to have everything kind of mixed up in there so you have a chance of kind of getting anything whatever so (laughs) all right cool so i guess there's a lot of misconceptions i know around tarot i mean i don't know a whole lot about it myself um but you know right off the the bat you know there's nothing evil about it it's not like I guess technically it kind of is witchcraft, right? But it's not like it's not like bad. Well, you don't or have negative. to be a witch to read tarot, right? And Mr. B's got a question. False. You do have to be a witch. To read tarot. <laughs> Everybody know that. <laughs> Goddamn boy. <laughs> would you Would you care to elaborate? 
Um, Home's way. False. No, no, I don't. No, no, okay. no I'm good. Just Mr. B would like it, like it to be known <laughs> that you do have to be a wit. So yeah, I wouldn't want to lie to our listeners. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, moving, moving swiftly along. You know, as we all know, witches aren't evil. <laughs> right. But um, it's uh, it, the most common misconception is yes, that it is evil. But I mean, the church has spread a lot of bullshit. So <laughs> basically, any anything pagan has been driven through the mud by mm-hmm. the church at some point. So that doesn't really surprise me. Yeah. Um, now, when you say it's divination, like, <clears throat> do you mean when we ask the tarot deck a question and we divine the answers from what the cards are giving? It's not like it's not exactly like reading the future, right? It's it's more like what? Right up something there. I got proof. What? Witches. Oh, okay. Divination. Sybil Trelawney. Uh, oh. What? <laughs> it's Harry Potter. Trelawney. Harry Potter. You messed you up, di- you messed up divination. You messed up teacher. divination. You're, you're bringing Harry Potter into She's this? a divination teacher. She's a divination teacher. You guys She's said a witch. divination multiple times. She's a witch. She's a witch. Uh, Mr. B, proven right. Okay, Mr. B has been proven right. Also, Severus Snape. Snake. Whoa! Did you think about that? He is. Severus. He is the man. Even when he, what about what about oh, when he? What man. about when he killed Bumblebee? <laughs> that was a Bumblebee had to die. Yeah, Bumblebee had to die. They for addressed the, the that in the good. new prequel. I haven't I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it's addressed. Snape yeah. Okay. Kills Bumblebee. Bumblebee. <laughs> All right. He so cut that B, part B, out. B I was just being an been, asshole. No, Mister B has been proven right. You do have to be a witch to read tarot. Sybil Trelawney. So, moving swiftly along. You're using what you know about the person asking the question and what you know about the cards to sort of craft something that makes sense, right? Like, that right. that's kind of the art of tarot is... Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, of course, you can have readings that involve the future, but they don't always. Okay. One of my most common readings that I do probably every couple of weeks for myself is I'll do draw four cards in their mind. They each represent mind, body, spirit, and emotion, just to kind of check in with myself and figure out where I'm at, what's going on in my head. Maybe there's something I'm not seeing. And that's the biggest thing that people don't understand about tarot is it actually is more of a self-discovery tool. So you can, if you have a problem that you're mulling over in your head and you can't figure out what you want to do about it, a lot of the times, for me, it really helps to lay down cards and kind of get a different perspective. Mr. B's got a question. She tarots herself every couple weeks? Yes. That's a little dirty. That's not... (laughs) It's it's less dirty than it sounds. No, it's, it's, it's just um, so like real like realistically, is tarrowing yourself don't like playing me. solitaire? <laughs> like do you have to draw the cards yourself, or do you have to have? No. S- yeah, no, no. You, you you do it. Your, you you draw the. I I actually have asked her about this. Oh, I thought you, I was you, like jerking off stalefish. No, you draw the cards yourself. Do that all the time. You you have in mind what you want to know from the cards, and then you determine what it is. Okay. The, the, is there like a special way to shuffle them, or is it just you just shuffle it however? Well, we're, we're, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. Good, good, good. The shuffle and take some Holden style. Sure. It's almost like having a therapist in your pocket. <laughs> so it's more about what you put into it than what, you know, the cards are actually telling you, that sort of thing. Right. I, I think if people kind of understood that part of it, it wouldn't have um, necessarily a stigma of it being, like, evil or sorcery or anything like that. It's like, you know, it's just you're taking the cards and you're making a reading based on... You know, so the, the seventy-eight cards. Does that have a? Does the number seventy-eight mean anything? As far as I know, no. But tarot has changed a lot over the years since it was initially came about. Which okay. I think the earliest that we have 
evidence of tarot, I think, was in the 1400s. And then okay. it started to rise in popularity in about the late 1800s into the 1920s when spiritualism became a thing. And I think that's how <clears throat> we have the tarot that we have now. So because of that rise of spiritualism and whatnot. We sort of take the rules that were popular then and just extrapolate on them. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so you asked me, that I, I need to think about you know what I want to know. So, mm-hmm. I mean, how specific do I have to be? Can I keep it really general? You, it's really actually wise to keep it very general. Sure, so. because you're, I mean, I guess if you're trying to, to build answers around it, you want it to, to be something a little more general so that you can you don't have to like try to jam a specific thing into a, a, a specific card. So I guess it would make sense to kind of keep it general. Um, I guess what what I want to know from the cards is just very generally, am I on the right path? That's what I want to know. Okay. Um, so there's a several ways that I can go about that. And one of the things is <clears throat> I can give you just a basic... The most common one is like the basic three card spread, which is the past, present, future. And I mostly just kind of have a general rule of thumb where if I'm reading and there's any time stipulation, if I'm doing a general past, present, future read, it's usually like within the last six months, just so you have a good idea of where you're at and what's going on. Um, But you wanted to know if you're on the right path. So I'm trying to think would be a good generalized, quick, easy spread for that. Um, there's another really good one that's a three card spread that I do a lot too. That's basically like, um, where you are now and what you have, um, and then what you need to release or what you, what you need to gain and what you need to release. So, oh, okay. Okay. Fucking pause it. Pausing. This is just latent with sexual innuendo. (laughs) Yeah, I'm holding back here, bro. (laughs) Yes. Three card spread. Yeah. Right. Okay. She's gonna let you know what you need to release, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Hey, good lord. I know what you the, need to release with, is your balls. It's with the with the cards, guys. And the, usually when I'm around, around Mr. B, I'm not the first one to think of that shit, but I just can't help myself. And I was so, holding it in because you give me looks like I'm pausing way too goddamn much. It, do, it does. It does. Yeah, there are some sexual undertones. I mean, I'm I was, into it. No, I, oh, I know you, you are. I can, I can see your boner right now. I, can I know you're into it. Fully erect. <clears throat> Uh, but yeah, no, the, 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 mind this some of the terms are <laughs> <laughs> What is that? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I went down by a pin cap. What did you just throw in his boat? I threw a pen and it went <laughs> down immediately. It's crazy. For our <laughs> listeners at home, oh he stuck his phone in his hoodie <laughs> pocket to make look like he had an erection coming out of his belly button. <laughs> like Tommy Wiseau. It, it got Blair when I got Blair. Blair first look. His eyes went fucking huge. <laughs> like he was an anime character. I wasn't expecting it. You say that all the time. I wasn't expecting anything to be there. <laughs> and then you got their attention oh, by your God. reaction. Oh, okay. Like, oh my god, is that your fucking dick? Three, yeah. three, three so, card spread is not dirty. It means you you spread out three cards. Well, it depends on what city you're in. No, I get that, but that along with tell you what you got to release. Are you in Las Vegas? No, we're not in Las Vegas. Oh. We're in my bedroom. Busty Betty. Okay, up that's on, that. That did you that's where we, that's where we were recording. Keep your minds. Wait, where out was of this? I'm, in my, I'm, it was I'm in my being bedroom. serious right now. Oh. I'm trying to, but it like 
Just wait. The, okay. list, the just listeners wait. want gonna, the commentary, so we're going to comment. We're, we're going we're gonna, we're gonna to keep going here. Just try and keep your mind out of the gutter, okay? You that could, that could one might that. be good. That's, yeah, that's, I would. think that's probably a little more <clears throat> self-reflective. There's a lot of crap I could probably lose, so. <laughs> I know. Can't we all, huh? <laughs> so everyone who reads tarot has kind of their own ways of doing it. And I think most practitioners will tell you that it kind of changes over the years as they try and figure out the best ways that work for them. Usually if I'm reading for someone else and you've seen me do it before, I generally want them to put a little bit of their energy into the cards. So I'm just going to ask you to hold them for a bit and then I will shuffle. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <clears throat> I am a master class Yu-Gi-Oh player, so <laughs> my urge to just shuffle the crap out of these is... <laughs> I never played Yu-Gi-Oh, only Pokemon. <laughs> po Pokemon was good, too. I, I played a lot of Pokemon as well. Yu-Gi-Oh was, was my jam growing up. <laughs> See, now the cards know that Yu-Gi-Oh was my jam, and that's going to help it give me a more accurate reading. <laughs> All right, there you Except go. Except for I don't know anything about Yu-Gi-Oh, so they're probably like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're puzzled by anything, you can just assume it's Yu-Gi-Oh related, and then we can move on. So how I changed up how I do this in the last like year or so since I've kind of dedicated learning more and more about tarot more in a more authentic way is I used to pull from the top of the deck down and now I've started to just kind of actually pull whenever I feel like I need to grab a card out. I've also gotten better at shuffling because I spend a lot of time doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do the dealer shuffle though. I've never been able to do that. I always feel like I'm going to ruin the cards when I do that. That's, like, I get... That's one of the reasons why I don't do it. I don't want to ruin my decks. <laughs> those are high-quality cards. You can't, uh, you can't risk ruining those. Another thing about tarot is that if you are shuffling and something jumps out like it just did... Yeah, that card need, just fell right that, out. Yep, you need that card. Okay. I, don't I always, like that rule. I don't always follow it, though, because, quite frankly, I'm a klutz. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it was a single card. Yeah. You'd think if you were being klutzy, it would be more than one card, but... I did have an experience once, though, where I was shuffling and I was having a really bad day, and, like, one of the worst cards you, cards you can possibly get jumped out of the deck and landed on in front of me on the floor, and I was like, nope, nope, not gonna happen, not today, Satan, and I picked up the card, <laughs> put it back in the deck, shuffled, and then it jumped back out again, and I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I like that. Not today, Satan. Yeah, the card is called the Tower. Basically, when you get it, each each depiction of it is frightening, too, because it's, oh, it's just this tower that's, like, falling, and there's lightning and fire, and it's See, just, I'm, like... See, I'm a Stephen King fan, so when you say the Tower, <laughs> I immediately think the Dark Tower, and that is, like super cool like i don't want to see the tower now because that sounds scary but that sounds <laughs> also very badass you can see my my dark tower collection on my bookshelf there yep <laughs> if you have not read them i highly recommend it they are fantastic novels i haven't that's another one that just jumped right out at you yeah i was actually wondering if i should grab that hold on a second and sometimes i'm so used to disregarding them one a second where did it go ah there you are <clears throat> okay. There's something very satisfying about the sound of those cards shuffling. I know. I uh, 
I sit behind Abe sometimes when he's on the computer and I shuffle and he's just like, what you doing? I'm like, you should do like a 20 minute <laughs> ASMR video on your YouTube channel. That's just shuffling just, cards. Like seriously, I, it, 20 minutes. that would do, that would do gangbusters. Ow. People love those ASMR things. I don't. So all three of those cards literally came out of the deck. They like, as you were shuffling, just jumped out onto the yep. floor. So. Yeah, and then I'm interested to see what these are. Okay, so I'm gonna kind of discern like what what's what here. Um, okay. So, um, this is what you need to let go. This is where you are now. And this is what you're gonna gain. Okay, so the okay. the one on on your left is what I need to let go. Yeah. The one in the in the center is where I am now, and the one on the right is um what I need. Yeah, what I need you to need go. to gain. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What do I need to lose? Oh, okay. So you have, you have the Eight of Swords here, and most, the swords are interesting cards because a lot of the time they, they are that of a sword that kind of really hits you. <laughs> and this one right here is basically saying like you have to make a choice. You're 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 dangling here, and you're not going to hold on for much longer. Said you're dangling. You're not gonna hang on forever. You okay, bro? We gotta. We gotta. Yeah. Tongue? If if you like, this all gets resolved. I I, I promise. You mind. She said you're dangling, dangling on. I appreciate Barely the concern. On. Um, but <clears throat> let, let let her finish. Word of tantric sex, Mister B. Just <laughs> <laughs> dangling on. The thing that sting does, it's a right? Good thing. The thing that sting does, right? Well, yeah. she didn't say yeah. dangling on with your longevity in the sexual enterprise. With your longevity. She just said you're hanging on. Like, hanging like on the cat. The family. Like the cat on the wire. Yeah, hang in there, kid. Hang yeah. in there. That cat is super dead by now. Aww. Anyways, um, so yeah, let's, let's go on. The Eight of Swords is what I got. So whatever it is that you need to move forward with, it's basically telling you that you, you really need to just let, let go and do it. Which is kind of funny because so this was the way the, you need to let go. <laughs> to des describe this card, the Eight of Swords, uh, artwork is striking. There's a a sword hanging horizontally, like a pull-up bar, and there's what looks is that like a monarch butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> um, hanging from that sword, and below it is a a pit of more swords, <laughs> which is, you know. Uh, and there's eight swords on there. I like that. That's a, that's a nice detail. Yeah. So either you you fly or you let go and you fall on the swords. Mr. B's got a question. To feed into my earlier theory about witches, that sounds like a witch thing. Either fly or you die. Oh, like like in the witch trials? Yep. They throw you off the you, cliff? And you fly or you die. Fly or you die. You push them it's off not, the cliff not, and they just, die. You've sent a poor, uh, a good Christian woman to her death. And they're like, oh, well, she'll see Jesus. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Break for lunch. And they remind me, we just talked about witches and said, yeah. fly you die. Backwards ass motherfuckers. <laughs> not, not witches. Or did they Puritans. have it right? The Puritans, yeah. Uh, no. No. Burn the witches. All of them witches. Wrong. Yeah, Wrong. dig through the ditches, oh. then burn through the witches. Yeah, drag in the okay. back of your Dragula. My Dragula, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Ask the band Is it 1998 again? Fucking Dragula was everywhere. I know. <clears throat> Anyways, he was even in that movie Dragula 2000. It was also Fresh. in everyone's TV show sets uh, in the Monsters. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> uh, That's what it's about. <laughs> Yeah, that, uh, that's actually a good point, Mr. B. Yeah. Fly or oh. die is actually it's the first legitimate point you brought up to Fuck me. You. Excellent. I bring up points all the time. I just lace it with humor and profanity, right. but I bring up some points. It's 
<laughs> so, okay. The, and that's kind of what that card represents no matter where you were where you would pull it from, right? So like if yeah. if it, if this is something I need to let go of, um I would sort of look at it in a different way than if you had drawn it over here on the right where it was what I need to gain. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you were to look at this on the right for where you needed to gain, we could possibly say like you you need to make a decision and push yourself in the right direction. I mean, it could still be say the same here. It's just it just all depends on how you look at it. It's a matter of perspective, and that's the cool thing about tarot is that it's all a matter of perspective. So, I mean, in in your opinion, I guess, do you think it's telling me that? Um, I mean, do you think it's pushing me one way or the other, given where the card came up in the sequence? Absolutely. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I don't know what that might be referencing, you know, because like when I, when I, when I'm wondering, you know, the path I'm on, it's not, there's not like a, a single thing or moment that is, you know, weighing on my mind. So I'm trying to think, you know, what, what could it be telling me? What is, what is this thing that I have maybe been going back and forth on? Um, well, it could, and it's, sometimes it's not even such a large picture as it's a more internal one as well. Like, you can think about it from this perspective of maybe you just need to have a different thought process about whatever it is that you're hoping to change. Uh, so, so. Uh, could this be telling me that there's emotions that I need to let go of? Yeah, exactly. That I can get behind <laughs> because there's, there are plenty of those. Yeah. There are, okay. Yep. I mean, I, I, I don't want to get into it on on air, but there's, you know, some particular emotions that I think have been uh, bubbling up in me for far too long that I think is, it's like well beyond time for me to let some of that stuff go. So I'm going to, I'm going to take that, that <laughs> I think that is pretty comforting to me. And if it makes sense to you, then there you go. <laughs> and it does. <clears throat> okay. So want to see where you're at now? <laughs> I do. So this is a major arcana card. It's Ooh. called the Hierophant. Okay. That is fucking dope artwork i love this card <laughs> this is card very, is a that is super cool is that a, a raven it's a raven it's a raven perched atop a very ornate key uh and there's lightning striking in the background so to further delve into the imagery of this card and what what it represents the hierophant uh, is has a great deal to do with knowledge so you can see this raven which is a representation of knowledge and i'm gonna get all mythology on you odin uh, the Norse god Odin had two ravens called Hyungin and Mungin, and they were thought and memory. So there's that imagery right there for Great to Odin's why raven! Right? <laughs> That's why that imagery right there, I think, is was the raven. But also, it's sitting upon a key of knowledge. The key of knowledge. Sure. And of course, you know, the lightning strike also represents, like, thought or emotion or... You know, that sort of thing. So that means I'm super badass, right? That's... <laughs> Absolutely! <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so you, you seem to be mulling over what you do want to change and you're trying to figure out what to do to push that into motion. And I think that's where this card comes in is that it's showing you that you are in that very contemplative state and that you are in that stillness. But, you know, the card before you is saying that there has to be some movement. And that's the interesting, another interesting thing about tarot is that it creates a narrative as soon as you start to unfold the other cards. That sure, they, they sort of build off of each yep. other. Yep, exactly. So, 
if that makes any sense to you that's kind of how i'm interpreting it yeah yeah it does um so the the fact that it's a, a major arcana card means that th this is kind of like the if i could take away one thing from it it would be the major arcana is that sort of they're kind of the like think think of them as navi from zelda <laughs> from ocarina of time there's that like hey listen you know? okay okay so they're they're, they're trying to tell you something loudly <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Most of the time when Major Arcana show up in my readings, I'm always like, oh, hello. <laughs> what you want? <laughs> so, all right. And then what you have to gain. Okay, yeah. This one should be interesting. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. That that's is it. actually very interesting. Does that say the fool? The fool. This is the first card in the entire deck. Okay. Um, it's like the Joker. Yeah. If, if, it's, if it's playing cards, it's... Like kind the of. Joker. I think that's actually like how the Joker came to be. But um, so and it's interesting because most of the time, yep, yeah, most of the time the fool's depicted as kind of a jester, jester type in most of the imagery. But since the deck I'm using has more like um, nature imagery, you, you're gonna see a baby duckling, <laughs> okay, sitting on a branch with blossoms. That's basically <clears throat> the de like the depiction of this one. But um, I can deal with ducklings. Basically, the fool is is it's kind of interesting because you have this other card over here is telling you to make some sort of change make some sort of movement going on and this is actually what this card represents as well it's that like the leap kind of or you know making that drive or that push even if it's scary you're gonna have to push yourself off of some sort of ledge hopefully not you know literally <laughs> it's all figurative but um that's basically what it means is that you you're going to have to change something and it's going to have to be something that you're going to have to push yourself to do. What the like what you're saying makes sense. I'm I'm not sure where like the the the, the hierophant makes sense because of you know representing knowledge, but where does the fool? Like how does how do you get there from from the fool? Well, it's going to have to be a very sudden change you're in this contemplative state here but what you have to gain is you have to move out of this kind of comfort zone and into something that is unfamiliar oh, where i'm a fool so, so so the fool is like okay so that's why it's a duckling it's like a fool as far as experience not as far as like you're a fucking moron. It's yeah, like yeah, exactly. Okay, it's, it's new beginnings. A lot so of it's literally new beginnings. Okay, yeah, I get it. So the, the, the fool duckling. Yeah. Or, okay. Um, it's I've seen the fool depicted as action as an actual baby, or it's most of the time like a person standing on the ledge and they're kind of like look like they're jubilant and gonna jump. It's it's kind of that sort of. I like the duckling. Can we stick with the duckling? <laughs> it's stick with the cute. duckling. <laughs> it is pretty cute. But yeah, so that's your three-card reading <laughs> for you. <laughs> okay. So now, see, I... I so, <clears throat> if we were to go into the... Like, deeper into the tarot deck, are there... Is it one of those things where, like, every card can be interpreted to mean the same thing? You know, like, <clears throat> the, the Eight of Swords and the Fool kind of perfectly lined up as far as both relating to change. Can, I mean, could you make that connection with pretty much any two tarot cards? Or are some of them, like, if you draw this card, this means you need to stay where you are. This means you need to stay your course. This means 
that you know you're on the right path and and you and you shouldn't change it all depends on what you draw what the narrative becomes in the position because obviously you know we're doing a very simple spread but there are many many countless spreads you can do and it all depends on where the card is in the reading and what you need to do right right so and what you know what the person wants to know i suppose exactly so it gives it a lot of um groundwork and foundation to basically ask many different things so based on what you've described and the cards you you've drawn and what the narrative of the cards is telling me like in my head i know 100 percent what the cards are telling me to do mm -hmm. um which is kind of cool mm -hmm. i mean <laughs> it, it in reality it it's you know it's more you and me making up that but just using it through the lens of the cards of making that narrative and connecting the pieces you kind of arrive at something that that maybe you you wouldn't if you yeah and hadn't done the cards do you see why most why i said that most people don't understand that what tarot actually is is it's basically like a self-discovery tool you can sit here with a problem and get a completely different perspective on so, it so if you're if you're going through tarot mm -hmm. and it's a negative experience it almost has to be because you're approaching it from that angle right yep I or mean, it's, it seems to be seeing. a lot of, um, a lot of interpretation and sort of knowing not only the cards, but knowing the person you're reading for as well, trying yeah. to figure that stuff out. Yeah, I, I have not gotten to the point where I can read for people I don't know at all, but... I would I imagine either. that would be a little awkward. It's hard, it, as far as my understanding from people who do read that I know, um, <clears throat> have told me it's pretty difficult. <laughs> I usually just read for people that I know. <laughs> I think that's a, a perfectly sensible rule. <laughs> um, yeah, that's. I mean, that's really cool, and it's really not a you know a scary thing at all. It's no? <laughs> it's. It, I'm almost thinking of it more less as a a spiritual thing and more as like an artistic expression at this point because it's like the storyteller inside of me sees the cards and is like perfect opportunity to put those puzzle pieces together exactly and there are many people who read, <coughs> who read tarot that are completely secular too so <coughs> don't die <laughs> i'm dying <coughs> <laughs> oh the tarot could not protect me how is it that you're coughing more than i am <coughs> god damn it oh i'm gonna have to edit this out <laughs> oh. <coughs> pardon <laughs> Would you care for a throat drop? I'm fine right now. Thank you. <coughs> oh, spank my hairy ass. <coughs> oh, my throat. Oh, boy. Okay. Let those ludens lubricate the throat. Mmm. Delicious. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so, I mean, you obviously done quite a few tarot readings before. Mm -hmm. Anything about this spread particularly alarming to you or interesting? I just see, well, because the biggest thing about the Eight of, Eight of Swords is that it means entrapment. So, I mean, it's 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 basically... You know, there's movement here with the Eight of Swords, then there's stillness with the Hierophant, and then there there's kind of this 
jump this kind of forced movement with the fool and that's what i think is interesting is it, it kind of flows it's kind of fascinating to me it's kind of funny too that the cards sort of jumped out of the deck in that kind of specific order right yeah yeah that, that was one of the reasons i was asking you like could could that narrative have been made from any three random cards and it sounds like that's not really the case so it it probably would have been a sim a similar message but basically portrayed a different way is the best way to describe it i feel like i didn't have to do much <clears throat> mental gymnastics to, co to to connect these three cards yeah yeah and that's that's the interesting thing about it is most of the time when i do tarot it's rare that i'm stumped and if i am it usually comes to me like within a day i'm like oh yeah that's what that meant huh <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those things where it's like it is like a skill that gets better the more you use it yeah and i mean in the case of me where i'm at right now i'm actually studying the original tarot deck and I am taking notes on it and stuff. Like I'm literally getting academic with it, which many people do. And I feel like it, it just makes you a better reader. You can um, interpret the cards a lot better once you really understand them. So it's a whole, it's a whole system. It's interesting. I think that's really cool. <laughs> One thing I would like to see at some point, I would like to see you do a tarot reading for Mr. B. I think that would be... <laughs> I think that would be pretty hilarious. It would I, be something we would need to... Would I get a lot of smartassery and sarcasm? <laughs> oh, it would be unbelievable, the <laughs> level of smartassery you would get. Oh, man. Um, what the fuck? Do <laughs> <laughs> you, you think I just can't rein it in when I want to? I bring it out to be entertaining. I don't think you. I don't think you would want to rein it in. Is what I'm. No, what I I'm think saying. I'd want to do it two ways. I think I'd want to do it a smartassery way, but I think the first one, I'd want it played by the book. Yeah. Just to and get you know a base. me. You guys, when you guys piss base. me off and say I talk too much, I've gone three hours without talking. Yeah, that's True. weird. That was Please don't ever do that so again. So I can lace it up if I want to. I mean, I get. Hours. I get the little she knows about me is from the podcast. Switch, and from which, the uh, pictures of your dick that I've shown her. Right. right. Yeah, but everyone needs to see those just to know. You say my dick's sarcastic? Yeah. <laughs> it's got a lot of sass to it. You, you have a very it's got a sassy dick. lean. Hey, Mr. That's yeah. really, really hard to hide. Sassy looking dick. <laughs> Thank you. I get a lot of pride in my sass dick. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, okay. All right, let's, let's hear more let's, about let's, me. Let's, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> Let's keep talking about Mr. B. Have to fight fire with fire on that one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I... I can vouch for you. You can go toe to toe in that ring. <laughs> as far as smartassery. <laughs> yeah, you you receive a lot of my smartassery. That's for sure. <laughs> um. Well, do you have any final thoughts on tarot before we kind of wrap this up? Um. I mean, I could go on forever, so that's probably not wise. But. <laughs> but I mean, I'm hoping that most of what I said made sense. <laughs> it definitely did to me. Um. I thought this was really cool. I'd like to maybe think of some more stuff to ask it and maybe do some more readings. I think that would be pretty cool. Ask your local witch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Dana has a YouTube channel that's actually quite a bit more popular than this podcast. Um, Not wanna... by much. <laughs> uh, you'd be surprised. Um, give give a little plug while you're while you're here. Oh God, I'm so bad at plugging. 
<laughs> Even he laughed. He fun, Okay, no, no, go, go, go ahead. Even he laughed at that I, one. I did. That <laughs> one was in the moment. That was uh, the, the sexual undertones became overtones in that moment. That's Jesus. Plugging. I'm bad at plugging. <laughs> All right, hold on. Especially since I'm the girl. <laughs> I mean, I really. <laughs> See, there Ooh. I go again. There I go again. Ooh. Is it getting warm in here? <laughs> um, now I can't stop laughing like a fucking child. Um, I I have a YouTube channel I, that I where I talk about all things pagan. I am a pagan witch, and I have been since I was about 15. I was fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> she just... She just said the W word. Oh she's my God, confirmed everything I've been saying. <laughs> Openly admitted to witchcraft right. and wizardry. And I just celebrated my 33rd birthday, so it's been a bit. <laughs> but I just started it um, about almost a year ago now. So it's um, it's Lady Lucy, and Lucy is spelled L-U-S-E-A <laughs> on YouTube. So if anyone's interested in paganism and wants to hear me ramble and awkwardly go on and on. <laughs> and not, never edit my videos and yeah there you go editing you know what <laughs> editing is overrated that that is a damn fact it's mostly just me derping out in front of a camera <laughs> i i personally think that it's plenty of fun you should definitely check it out um well if you don't have anything more i think i'm gonna wrap it up before okay. my throat gives away and i die <laughs> Thank you very much for making the trek out here. You're welcome. I really appreciate it, and hopefully we'll get to do this again sometime. <laughs> All right. So long, everybody. Bye. <laughs> All right. So uh, there, there we have it. So can I ask a question? You absolutely can. Um, because we've never, we haven't had a you, we haven't had a sponsor on this podcast yet. So now that we have our first one, <laughs> she gets the free plug. I mean, what do we what do we charge? Well, yeah, it hasn't yeah. happened yet. She has. Uh, happened yet. She has. Plug. Twice as many subscribers as we have uh, of downloads. Yeah, but episode, she was. So. Yeah, but she was. She's been she doing still, it for a year. She still came to uh, advertise on ours. So I mean, I, can't set a precedent when Casper she, starts coming because they they they, pot, they sponsor every podcast. And when we get a, we get money from them, we're gonna write. I mean, that's gonna happen, right? No. Who? Casper, uh, Audible, Who's Nature Casper? Box. Who's Casper? Uh, mattress. Oh, the mattress people. Right. Every podcast, Audible. I'm not you leave your. Your nature box out of this. Nature we, box. We are, we are free of corporate shackles. Nature box. But but YouTube shackles are fine. I. Why are you being such kidding. a pill about this? She called me. She wanted. She she said she wanted my sassy, and I brought up my sass. She said smart assery. Yeah. And that too. That's smart sassery. Smart sassery. That's what I'm bringing. <laughs> Blair coined it. You ask for the. Uh... Sassy dick, you're gonna get the sassy dick. Sassy, sassy dickin'. What, what did you guys think about uh, about tarot? I got a question for you, and <laughs> yeah. you don't have to uh, you don't have to reveal what. Okay. But she mentioned usually after the cards are read, it takes a day or two before all of a sudden the realization, somewhat of a realization of oh, I think that's what it's kind of hinting at. And she said she's been doing it for a while, so it probably comes quicker to her. Uh, has it come to you what you think those cards were telling you? And again, you don't have to say what it is, 
but has it come to you yet, or are you still kind of Did you have in the dark about it? It sounded like he had an idea yeah, while it was I, happening. I, I, I pretty much knew what it was telling me. Then like, why did she say the, it'll usually take a day or two? No, she she said sometimes when she reads for herself, she'll a card will come up that she won't be able to make sense of, and mm-hmm. it'll be a couple of days until, until it usually clicks. it will click. So what, what I think what she was trying to say was like even even the cards that don't necessarily seem to mean anything eventually do. So, you know. Maybe pay attention to the podcast next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm gonna get those goddamn coughs out of my head. Maybe uh, come prepared to the podcast. I'm fucking got them. Sexual innuendos dropping left and right. Well, you know, uh, we we live in a world. We live in a society. We live in a society. Gamers He's gotta get used to it. I mean, I'll be honest. I I'm pretty skeptical of mm-hmm. all that. Oh yeah. Stuff, but uh, I, I I mean, pretty skeptical across the board. <clears throat> so I'm not bias. I'm skeptical anyway. of a lot of things, except for witches. I know the witches are out there. That, I mean, that, that's, the that's sort of why I approached it from the level of like, um, you know, almost like an art form where it's like you, you take what you know about yourself and you take what you want to know about yourself and then you can divine a narrative based on what the cards give you. Like, I, I don't view it as any sort of, you know, like magic. I view it as more of like a, a, a mental exercise, you know, yeah. an art Art form. That's kind of what I was getting out of it too. Heard, I heard that. Your Mental heard. exercises I do. It's like a mathematician. Read books. You're not a, a math a mathematician. I didn't say I that. I just said I do math equations. You don't. To strengthen my brain. <laughs> Fourteen <laughs> times three. In my mind. So, do you consider yourself a mathematician? I don't 42. know about that. I just do Damn. math sometimes. sometimes <laughs> I don't I know. I just equations. let an icicle to fall. Did, did anyone just? <laughs> He tried to he tried to catch me off guard. And that, I got that him. wasn't even on the the multiplication table. Fourteen's passed. Passed yeah. multiplication oh. tables. Wow. Not bad. Not bad. I keep my, my brain tuned up. Do you do the thing where you do the the three to four, three to two, and three to the three to four and three to one, and then you add them together at the bottom? No, I do sevens. Well, what's the oh. Pythagorean? I go theorem? seven. I go Mr. seven. B. I did seven fourteen. Huh. Fourteen twenty eight forty two. That's smart. Oh. I do sevens. That's what I when. What was that? Pythagorean theorem. theorem. What is well, that? Well, you got to say it right. Um, tight. Yeah, bless you. Uh, I don't. I've heard it before. I don't remember what it is. A no, squared plus B squared, squared equals C squared. C squared. That's what, yeah. Oh, well. And that's that's as basic as it gets. So you don't pull the wool over my eyes and tell <laughs> yeah, me that. that I'm not you're... doing those kind of equations. Don't I'm piss just on doing, my shoes. I'm and just tell doing me some <laughs> nice little math to keep it toned, not theorems. To keep it toned. Little little, little math math equations. I do math equations when I'm trying to pee in public. But you know, I know, like, come on, you fucking come piece on, you of fucking sh- piece of shit, dick. Pee, goddamn you! I just have big shots in my head now. There Three, was a guy six, nine, twelve, fifteen. I, I, there's a guy at my work. I, I came into the bathroom. He was in the like the urinal in the corner, like hoodie up, just standing still. And so I go in and I give him the space. I use the one on the far the right. Woods put him there. And it took me probably. 20 seconds to start peeing, like oh, abnormally long time because mm-hmm. I'm shy. I finally, like, I, I stare at a spot in the wall long enough that I can just start peeing. Yep. And I pee, and I finish up, and I wash my hands, and, like, as I'm fucking throwing my shit away, he's still standing there. Like, oh, my God, this poor guy's got the most shy bladder I've ever seen. Yeah. You weren't I, the shyest in the room. I, I just wanted to give him a big hug and be like, "It's okay, buddy. I, I feel I feel was, that pain." Yeah. I think if you tried to hug him whilst he was trying to pee, it would be like, "I was just about to." Not <laughs> hug God damn it! Come on, you worth it. Tables over here. You guys, I are up. Well, now it's official. My penis is just for show. <laughs> 
my show is just for peanuts. Good looking dick. All right. Um, Sassy looking dick. Does anyone have any any final thoughts? No. I don't fuck with you. What? Your little stupid ass. That's my final thought. Oh, okay. (laughs) Mr. B, do you have a final thought? I don't give up. All of them. Fuck about doing anything that you do. (laughs) (laughs) All of them witches. Are you going to play Big Sean as the outro now? What is Big Sean? That's, that's the, the... I don't fuck with you. <laughs> oh, that's song. what that is? Oh, okay. I just remember because Todd in the Shadows used that, that as his like transition, transition song, music yeah. on one of his worst of the year videos. You mean T-Shads? Uh, yeah. T-Shads, yeah. T-Shads. T-Shads is the shit, dude. Anyways, um, so we're going to wrap it up for, the, for today. Thank you for listening. Um, as always, if you have any feedback, shoot it to... Uh, info at belowthevoid.com. We'd love to hear from you. Don will see it. He'll spin sign it up to on it. the website. His own narrative. What? I said you'll see it. You'll spin it to your own narrative. That's what keep, I do. Keep with the that facts movie. from us. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, Mr. B. I will give you the login info. You just. I don't know if you want to do that. That might be a mistake. <laughs> well, that, there you go. There you go. Problem solved. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Anyways, um, thanks for listening. Love y'all. Uh, we'll talk to you again I'm soon. I'm love for you. Yeah. <laughs>